on this edition of Let's Talk Cincy, Finding Coronavirus with Creativity. The Cincinnati Music Festival is a long-standing gem um, in our local community and on the national stage. And we wanted to maintain the tradition of bringing people together, even though we couldn't physically be together. Cincinnati's art and entertainment industries are surviving and thriving in the wake of the pandemic. I've never had more scripts in our office than I have during this pandemic. And we have some really, really wonderful projects that are just chomping at the bit to come to town and set up shop here. What's being done to overcome adversity and keep some of our city's traditions alive? From WLWT, this is Let's Talk Cincy, presented by Western and Southern Financial Group. Put our financial strength behind you. Entertainment in Cincinnati continues to shine even throughout the pandemic. Welcome to Let's Talk Cincy. I'm Alexis Rogers. Whether it's on Netflix or popular summer festivals around town or even theater stages across the city, folks are getting very creative and latching on to things that warm their hearts and their minds and give them hope. Check out this clip from the Netflix show that was based right here in Cincy that everyone is talking about. Today, we take ourselves away from our routine daily living to witness a unique moment. What does she think is happening? I told her that it was going to be a gender reveal party. No one knows. Tiffany definitely deserves a wedding of her dreams. Many know Cincinnati as a big place for film and more and more movies and popular shows are finding out our beautiful city is the best backdrop for their vision. And joining us now is Kristen Schlotman, the executive director of Film Cincinnati. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us. I always love seeing your face. And let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Uh, this hit Netflix show, Say I Do, is being talked about around the world. How in the world did they end up centering that show here in the Queen City? Well, I have to tell you, the producers of this show are also very well known for the, for the television show Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And I was working with them some time ago to get that here in Cincinnati. And when that didn't work out, we stayed in touch. And this was their next new and awesome show that they were hoping that will take off. And so we anchored that here in Greater Cincinnati. And it really is a love letter to all the beautiful venues around here and a lot of the great locations that we have to offer. You know that Cincinnati is so big about supporting our locally owned businesses, our small businesses, and I saw that all throughout the show. How is this helping our economy? Well, you know, these shows, they don't just come here and shoot and leave. When they're here, they're invested. They're staying in our hotels. They're staying in our Airbnbs, and they're hiring locals. And one of the things they ask Film Cincinnati to, to help with is really integrate them in the community, show them where these great um, small businesses are to, you know, not just buy flowers from and catering from and things like that, but really create a beautiful backdrop for a wedding. So they're really invested in these shows. And it really, I can't tell you how much fun it is to see all these great locations of Cincinnati up on the, on the screen. Something else that also made me excited were all these amazing Cincinnatians. I mean, their stories. How in the world did you find these couples? So we did a, a, a great, huge casting call for everyone. And these stories exist all over. I mean, you would be, it was just, I know they had a difficult time even choosing some of these because there were so many people that came out that had great love stories and you couldn't use all of them, but it, it certainly was exciting to meet these people in our community. I love that. And I have to say, my husband and I have been binge watching the show and there is not one episode where we have not cried. I mean, my goodness, I know. these stories. <laughs> 
They're beautiful. And, and it's such a, you know, it's a great time when, when we're forced to be inside and we're forced to find, you know, new things to binge watch. Here's a great show set in our own city with people from our community falling in love, sharing their stories. And it's a feel-good series. I can't tell you, we've been watching it. My whole family is sitting in front of the television just bawling. But it feels really good. And it's been it's a great series and we hope it continues. Now, the cool thing also about this is that it just spans across so many life lessons as well. I mean, did you all really try to make sure that you were making a difference even beyond their big day? Yeah, I think I think the producers, that's a credit to the production team. And I think they really did want to not just meet these people, but really be invested in their lives and see if they could make a difference. And I think that comes across in, in each and every episode. And, and the other thing that's so great about each and every episode is there's just these great little Easter eggs of Cincinnati spurs throughout their stories. And, and that's what's been so fun to watch. Oh, my goodness. I have to steal that little Easter eggs. I love that. So listen, what's next for big time film in Cincinnati? Because I know you guys have a full docket. Um, you know, we do, Alexis, and I can't wait to actually share with you some of the projects that are in the pipeline. But like everything else, you know, during this pandemic, physical production has stopped, um, you know, so, so that we can maintain everyone's safety. And what Film Cincinnati is really focused on is making sure that the hundreds and hundreds of people that work in this industry here in Cincinnati, you know, have been getting by and, and making sure that they have um, the, the resources they need, like unemployment and where to find certain things for PPP loans. So I, I can tell you, it's not going to slow down when the world opens back up. Cincinnati will be at the forefront of the economic recovery for, for our community. I love it. Thank you for uplifting us. Thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk Cincy. Oh, thank you so much. We hope to talk to you again soon. So, so exciting. Also exciting, keeping the Black family reunion alive in spite of the coronavirus. The new way and old tradition will safely continue during the pandemic. Black Family Reunion has been a staple summer experience in Cincinnati for decades, and it's a time where some of Cincinnati's most rich culture is on display. And joining us now is the head of Black Family Reunion, Tracy Artis. Tracy, it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. So let me ask you, what's new about this year, especially having it be very virtual? Oh, you know, that is really the new part, Alexa, the fact that it is virtual. But we are doing a one-day call to action in the park at Sawyer Point as well. But the virtual experience came to be because I felt as though this was too important of a year in the history of our community, and it's the 32nd year of the Black Family Reunion. I felt it was too important of a year for us not to have it. So um, we have lined up some amazing artists and speakers to be a part of our virtual series. Speaking off our BFR speaker series is Dr. Jamal Harrison Bryan. He hails from Atlanta, Georgia, and is a pastor of New Birth Baptist Church there and has been a civil rights advocate, uh, activist, and traveling the country speaking. He was just a part of the George Floyd uh, services, an amazing man in his own right. So we're anxious and excited uh, to hear from him on um, that Thursday to kick off the BFR weekend, August 13th. So that will be a virtual experience. People will be able to go to the My Black Family Union um, website and register and get a chance to hear all the speakers um, and no charge. 
But why did you all feel like it was so important, especially in this day and age, to have something where we're celebrating black lives? Oh, because black lives matter. And so it is very, very important to always celebrate our rich heritage and legacy. Our theme this year is faithful and fearless because we are. Uh, we do have a plethora of other speakers like Dr. Noah Odell Owens will keynote our heritage breakfast on Friday. Kenny Lattimore will do our urban concert on Saturday. Pastor John Gray, our worship uh, experience on Sunday. Kiera Sheard from the fame, uh, Sheard family will do our gospel concert on Friday evening. So we have something for everyone, but it was very, very important. Even the call to action day, it's really just our give back to the city. And thank you to all the sponsors. UC Health um, is our presenting sponsor again this year. Procter & Gamble, Metro, the Urban League, um, Fifth Third Bank. So just thank you to all the sponsors who have rallied around us to make sure that our 32nd annual Black Family Reunion can still exist. Uh, our family of the year this year is Iris and Jesse Rowley and their family. So we're excited about the work they've done and their business owners here in the city. So there's something for everyone. But come down to the park on August 15th. Um, we will be giving away masks and gloves and sanitizers. And we will control the amount of persons that come into the park to the different areas. What will happen in the park, Alexis? COVID-19 testing, back-to-school supply giveaway, food box giveaway, voter registration. Um, and these are things that you can walk up and exit the park. So it's not the same experience, but it will be a quality experience. I love it. And I love to hear some familiar LTC family names on that as well. Tracy, thank you so much. And of course, it's always a pleasure talking with you. Thank you, Alexis. That is definitely going to be a well-attended event, and the music will play on how you can enjoy this year's Cincinnati Music Festival with just a click of a button, the virtual way to get your groove on. And of course, the Cincinnati Music Festival, a huge weekend in the city of Cincinnati, usually about 100,000 people making their way into the Queen City, making more than $100 million in just one weekend. And their big sponsor is Procter & Gamble. And joining us now is a senior director from Procter & Gamble, Gamble, Andrea Wilkerson. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been heading this team for quite a few years now. Yeah, it has been an absolute joy and pleasure. I uh, have been with the company for 24 years, and so this is certainly one of the, the key highlights of, of working at Procter & Gamble. So tell me, this year, a virtual option, how hard was that to get it together? Why was it important to do so? You know, it was important to do so because, you know, Cincinnati is the home of more than 10,000 P&G employees. And we wanted to do everything that was possible to bring this community together. The Cincinnati Music Festival is a long-standing gem um, in our local community and on the national stage. And we wanted to maintain the tradition of bringing people together, even though we couldn't physically be together, but to bring people together to continue creating great memories to show our commitment to not only to the city, but to the fans of the festival. I absolutely love that. And this year, it seems like there's an option to support black businesses. Tell me a little bit about that and why that was important. 
We've always been a very, very strong supporter of the local Cincinnati community and particularly our local businesses. And this year is even more important in terms of making sure that we are continuing our support on not only our Black-owned businesses, but also, you know, artists as well. And so we're excited to partner um, with, you know, Black Coffee and Revel and Corporate, as well as some really great local artists like Lauren Elise and really showcasing their wonderful talent we have right here in our backyard. You know, and then to have DJ Nice, DJ D-Nice, there we go. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Michelle Obama was even on his uh, Instagram. I know. <laughs> you know, I, that shows you really just, just how, how special this festival is, you know, being able to still draw, you know, national talent, you know, even, you know, in these current circumstances. And so we'll kick off the weekend with Regina Bell, um, who's a national renowned artist. And yes, you're right. DJ Nice will get a close, get us closed out with a wonderful dance party um, at the end of Saturday night. And then closing out, looking forward to next year, able to go ahead and have the entire lineup come back. Why was that important? You know, Cincinnati has really committed to this festival, and you know, PNG is continued to be a proud sponsor. And so, as we worked in hand in partnership with the Santangelo Group, you know, we knew that in order to replace the experience this this year, it was important to bring back all of those wonderful artists. And so. We've been able to secure commitments from all of the artists that were planned for this year for 2021. That's so awesome. Thank you so much. I know that you all have been doing this for years. And speaking of the Santangelo group, that family has a lot of tradition. Take a look at this. We are really good at producing concerts on a stage to live people. So this is totally different for us. Paul Brown Stadium is usually filled with tens of thousands of people for what has become a tradition for many, the Cincinnati Music Festival. So it was kind of twofold. Let's get together and have fun and uplift everyone's spirits because Lord knows we need it. And second, let's help the small business community and see if we can kind of rally together to get some Cincinnati love that weekend. This tradition stems from a story of a family, the Santangelo family. So my uncle Dino started the festival back in 62 and my dad carried on the festival since then and I, I produced the show with him now. So it's neat how it kind of is, you know, to its core. This is a family tradition and we're excited to really um, tell our story and our history um, through this virtual weekend. Usually when you ask people, you know, who do you go to the festival with or what's your festival story? It starts with, well, okay, my mom, she would go forever and ever and ever. And now it's me and my wife or, you know, um, it's me bringing my kids. And I just think it's so neat how it's been passed down generation to generation, just like the business has. We want people to feel that way and bring those memories together and think about how many years they've been coming and how many years they've been impacted by the festival and all the love they feel in the, in the audience. So what we're doing is focusing on our history and we are, um, for the first time ever really, um, you know, promoting what we've done in the past. So starting in 1962 at Carthage Fairgrounds, um, we are going to be producing a flip book, like a digital lookbook that you can flip through and see our lineup from the time we started in 1962. The lineup for the virtual version will feature local artists at local black owned businesses. Big names will also make appearances. The goal is to uplift. 
it's a free virtual event. Um, and we have some big name, we do have some big name stars. So the end of our weekend together is going to be DJ D nice. He's going to have a, I know it's a CMF version of club quarantine, which has been wildly successful. So that's going to be Saturday night. It'll kind of help us pull it all together. There will be an educational piece as well. A chat with Al Sharpton will be happening at the Underground Railroad Freedom Center to talk about everything that's happening in the world today. We had to come up with something big because we just, I feel like we needed the extra push to help us get people to pay attention and, and actually click through and log on and see what was going to be going on. It will definitely be an experience to remember. And they're adding something again this year. You can enter in to win lifetime tickets. You heard me right. Lifetime tickets for all three days of the festival by being a part of the virtual experience. So pretty cool stuff there. The arts, especially local theaters, continue to do their best to survive during this pandemic. How three very popular theaters are teaming up to help each other when we return on Let's Talk Cincy. Well, I am so excited to have all three very big theater productions right here on one call. We have Cincinnati Playhouse, we have the Ensemble Theater, and we have the Shakespeare Theater. You guys, how are you all getting ready to collaborate? Well, we're here today, Alexis, to announce uh, that uh, we all have some revised seasons that are hitting the airwaves right now in response to the pandemic. Uh, we have all agreed uh, to a message of unity and we're going to try to start our seasons in December and then move through the spring as best we can. So that's the, that's the unified message today. You know, guys, obviously quarantine has impacted everybody, but how has it been for you all trying to get creative and allow people to still be enter entertained throughout this pandemic? Uh, I, I think uh, a lot of the days have been filled with creating different scenarios and different budgets as uh, the situation is um, continues to be fluid. Um, but I do know that through uh, Shakespeare camps and digital programming and um, summer camps for all of the theaters, we've been trying to stay connected and tethered to the community, even when our buildings have been dark. Uh, but for the most part, I think uh, we're all very excited about the idea of gathering again. Uh, and having people inside a theater and having that sense of community. Same for you guys, Lynn? Yes, it's, it's been, you know, it's been so challenging and exciting at the same time. You know, we just had to reboot everything, especially our education programs, which have gone on, our summer camps happening. And uh, it's been exciting to think about how do we reach people we love, our audiences, in a time when we literally can't reach out and touch people, so. Absolutely. Oh, go ahead. Three organizations have such loyal audiences. Uh, all three of these theaters, uh, you know, season ticket holders have already re-upped. Everybody's very eager, very anxious uh, to get back to the theater. And of course, we want to do that uh, in as safe uh, and quick a way as possible. So we're, we're following all the guidelines uh, and we look forward to welcoming everybody back. And guys, you know, talk to me a little bit about the fact that Cincinnati has such an amazing art industry as well as just community, right? Especially when we talk about theater or anything on a stage. So why is this so important to keep people encouraged in this way? Well, if you think about what your life would have been for the last several months with no television, no music, no radio, no nothing, um, without artists and without producers, that's not possible. As we look to get back to work as producers here with you today, you know, we're here representing hundreds of artists 
that are ready to take the stage, write the plays, uh, create the music. It's, um, it's a creative, marvelous industry to be part of. And I do believe that art gets us through some very, very difficult times. And uh, my hope is that this gives everybody a little bit of hope that we are eventually coming out the other side of this dark tunnel. Anybody else? That was yeah, great. And you know, I think we have such a, uh, a, we have such a rich talent pool here in Cincinnati. And uh, I think it's very important uh, that uh, we keep looking to that day when we are able to gather again. And as much as uh, our, our patrons in Cincinnati can uh, support the theaters right now and know that that support, whether you're subscribing or buying gift certificates or whatever you're doing, that that's helping make sure that uh, these actors and artists and designers and arts administrators uh, do have places to come back to uh, when this is over so that we keep that rich talent pool in Cincinnati because we're going to need it on the other side of this when we come back. That's right. Arts is entertainment, but it's also jobs. It's a huge driver to our economy here in Cincinnati, not just the theaters, but the museums and the, and the musical uh, organizations and dance and everything. Uh, this is a city that punches well above its weight class, uh, and we mean to keep it that way. Would you all say that our arts community and our entertainment community is thriving during this pandemic? I don't know. If I would say. <laughs> or at least surviving. No, absolutely uh, surviving, yes. Yeah, yeah, holding on with fingernails and uh, an enormous amount of hope. And uh, artists are the most optimistic people. Uh, I believe they create something out of air. And uh, a lot of us are living on air right now, uh, but, uh, but that, will, uh, that will come to pass. The important thing is, is that, as Brian said and, and Blake referred to, we have this extraordinary community of talented people here, and, and you can't stop that. You can't stop talent. You can't stop spirit. Uh, now we'll just have an opportunity to let everybody shine again. I suppose it's always good to say, if you want live theater uh, back in your life, if you enjoy the live performing arts, uh, then we all have to work together. We got to be disciplined and do the right thing so we can get on the back end of this curve together. And to make sure that audiences know we want them safe, our actors safe, our staff safe. And that's why we've waited this long. We've waited till we really feel we can put a plan in place uh, to kick off the holidays or ensembles case to start in January of 2021 so that we take care of you and each other. Such an important message there, especially as so many people are wondering exactly where they can enjoy themselves all throughout Cincinnati. And we love our arts community. So that's so fun, whether it's on Netflix or on a stage or maybe even in your park, you can do what you need to do to enjoy yourself. Thank you so much for joining us for this edition of Let's Talk Cincy. We want to hear from you. Just email us all of your ideas at LTC at WLWT.com. You can also see full episodes and stories from right here on Let's Talk Cincy by going to the menu tab of WLWT.com and clicking on Let's Talk Cincy. And of course, we'll see you next week for another Let's Talk Cincy. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, please stay encouraged. <laughs>